Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of this unbelievable life. I am so honored and excited today to have Lynn Wheeler, the current president of the Indiana Association of Realtors. Lynn is senior vice president at Berkshire Hathaway's Home Services Indiana Realty and entering the real estate industry in 2006, she was a top producer for many years before choosing to serve others in a leadership role. Lynn's purpose is simple to not waste a day available to serve and have an impact on the success of others and to have fun in the process. Lynn is a music lover who attends many area concerts and is a fan of outdoor things like hiking, biking, and running. She lives in Carmel with her husband, Jeff, and her two boys, Wyatt Miles. Lynn not only is a multi-time keynote speaker, but she's also an Inman's News contributor. And today she's gonna fill us in on the topic of the housing shortage in the state of Indiana. Lynn, take it away. Hi, Nikki. Thanks for having me. And it's great to be here and talk to everyone. Uh, I'm sure that this is not a topic that you're surprised to hear, as it seems to be every realtor's uh, favorite point of discussion right now. And I feel like homeowners and uh, just community leaders are feeling this as well. We're having a huge housing shortage. And you've probably heard that if you've listened to the national news, but it's definitely happening here in Indiana. And that's affecting not only uh, the inventory that's available and the process of buying or selling a home, making it a little bit more uh, frustrating at times, it's also affecting the economy and our ability to attract talent to Indiana uh, and find them a place to live. So I'll give you some ideas of what's going on. Since 2014, this is an unbelievable statistic. Uh, Indiana's total inventory of homes for sale as measured by average daily listings, has declined nearly 75%. You didn't hear that incorrectly, 75%. Uh, it went from 38,000 listings to just about 9,200. Uh, that's the four-week state, state average through July 11th, 2023. So that is a staggering decline. Uh, during that same period, Indiana's total population has grown. So we've seen more than 250,000 Hoosiers uh, living in more than 140,000 new households. So the good news is, is people want to live in Indiana. Indiana has led the Midwest in population growth since 2010 and uh, has seen a lot of domestic migration, which is not happening in our neighboring states. Ohio and Michigan actually lost 158,000 combined residents uh, just last year, and Indiana gained 5,200 Hoosiers. So that's the good news. People want to live in Indiana. They see the benefit of our uh, low taxes and our great collaboration amongst communities, but there's just not enough houses to uh, home those people and uh, create a thriving economy that we wanna see. So a lot of people ask when we talk about an inventory decline, what's caused that? What's made such a home shortage? And there's a couple of factors that contribute to that. Uh, basically, uh, homeowners are staying in their homes longer on average, including a growing number of senior populations. They're aging in place. And uh, elevated mortgage rates aren't helping that. We saw, you know, about 80% of the population of homeowners right now have an interest rate below three and a half percent. So when interest rates are between six and 7% where they're at currently, 
what's to motivate those homeowners to put their house on the market and make the move that they've discussed doing for many years. Uh, the median age of Indiana's housing stock is 45 years, and that's a little older than the U.S. average. Most homes in the U.S., the average age of the housing stock is about 40 years. So, uh, you know, that may be a motivating factor, hopefully, over the next few years with those low interest rates. Homeowners will have to decide, do they want to renovate their homes and put a bunch of money into the place where they, they call home currently, or do they want to take on a higher mortgage rate and move into an existing home? Uh, one of the critical issues affecting inventory that will affect that decision as well is uh, new construction. And typically, if existing homes weren't moving, new construction in the past had been our answer to inventory. But unfortunately, uh, home building has never really recovered from the Great Recession. Indiana has uh, added less than 150,000 new housing units since 2010. Uh, while gaining 160,000 new households. So there's just not enough new construction to meet the demand of what Hoosiers are asking for in our state. You'll see that we've had about a 30,000 deficit in new construction for what we need compared to what the demand is. Uh, also, you'll see that residential construction costs have risen over 40%. So when these home builders are going to build new homes, a lot of times they're less affordable than they were in the past. And the uh, time that it's taking to build those new homes is substantially longer as we're seeing less and less trades enter the workforce uh, and demanding a higher rate for building those homes. So this is kind of a threefold problem. We've got uh, less homes for sale on the existing market. We've got higher interest rates that are keeping people in their homes longer, uh, just in general, on top of people staying in their homes longer as a trend. Uh, and then we have a real big lack of new construction. So uh, you're seeing that affect pricing and pricing overall of homes. Of course, the, the traditional economic rule, when demand is high, prices tend to go up as well. And we're seeing that. Uh, our annual price appreciation in Indiana, Indiana rose from the norm, which has been about between three to 5% uh, in past years to more than 10% the year after 2018. And in past years, the past few years, we've seen appreciation rates as high as 20 to 30% in some Indiana counties. So it's definitely put a huge rise on prices. Um, we've seen the average uh, price in Indiana at 240,000 year to date, and that's a nearly 50% jump over the past five years and the average price point for Indiana. So we're definitely seeing a higher price point. I said to you at the beginning that that's affecting economic growth. We have uh, housing as a, no a huge part of infrastructure for its attracting talent to Indiana. When companies are looking at attracting new talent to the state, housing is one of the main aspects that they look at and the affordability of the housing uh, that that workforce can find. And unfortunately, uh, there is just a lack of workforce housing. When you look at the median income of a Hoosier and the jobs that we're attraction, attracting to the state, which are great, great jobs, for that income, there are very few homes that are available under that $400,000 
price point that would meet the needs of the uh, workforce that we're trying to attract. So it's a big challenge in attracting new companies to Indiana. If there's no houses, there's no jobs, and that uh, equals no growth for our economy. The good news is, uh, on a silver lining with that, last year the IEDC, which is the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, put together a, a whole group of housing grants, and over 40% of the funding requests for that program which is the READY program, we're made up of housing-related uh, grants and funding. So we are going to see, hopefully, some aid to our state as far as housing development and uh, helping with affordability, but it's definitely an issue that we're seeing. Um, as far as Southern Indiana, you have seen a little bit of a difference. Uh, we've seen average listings cut in half over the past four years in Southern Indiana. Uh, and the regional sales recovery in Southern Indiana has been a little slower than the state overall. Uh, you're not seeing sales as quick moving and or as, uh, as growth oriented as the rest of the state, but the market's still doing well and uh, definitely homes are selling. That lack of inventory can just be felt throughout. So that's the theme of housing and uh, the lack of housing throughout the state. And uh, I'm happy to answer any questions that your viewers might have. I can be reached via email, text, or phone, and I'm sure you'll provide all that information, Nikki. Sure will. And thank you so much for coming on today to discuss those. I just know as an agent and my consumers are, are feeling it throughout, but it's one of those, the more you know things, you know, as long mm -hmm. as we, we have this educated outlook on it, you know, we can plan ahead or just pivot is, is what I'm doing with a lot of my clients and rethinking building versus buying or, or just trying to find what those needs are. So Lynn, thank you so much because, you know, again, the more information that, that I as an agent and, and us as a state can share uh, with our consumers, uh, the better off they'll be in understanding and understanding the entire situation. So uh, with that said, thanks again for coming on. And I just want to wish all of our listeners a blessed and fabulous day.